our female rap tip. That's Dream Doll. Okay, shout out to Dream Doll. I love the original Bernard Wright. Love. I especially love the LL Cool J sample version with Toto. Do you love? You know, I had to hit that off key a little bit. Not like that. I love Toto. Y'all talk about them. Toto had bops and jams. Sometimes even you can even you you can be creative with your imperfections and make it work and it still can be a hot thing even though it's not perfect that's what i think <laughs> that's my opinion and i'm standing on it okay so welcome back into hour three of rsvp with jill monroe here on kbla talk 1580 boy this hour this hour we are getting into the continued response from that Cat Williams interview. And listen, if you have not heard, we know that Cat Williams is going on tour. Tour starts shortly. Uh, you LA folks, it's May 4th, and it's at the YouTube Theater in Inglewood. And let me tell you one more thing about it. It's almost sold out. So uh, get your tickets fast. The touring is bubbling. But... Before I get into the responses, I want to know if you guys have heard who's going on tour with them. What comedian is opening for Cat Williams? I bet you don't know. Is it Tommy Davidson? No. Okay, you're just guessing. Um, Listen, I don't know if there's a bigger lineup, but the comedian that was announced today, I'm going to say it's shots fired. I'm going to say, that's some get back. No. I'm going to say, you playing serious games out here. It is one, Teray Hart. That would be Kevin Hart's ex-wife. She is headed on tour with Cat Williams. She will be opening the tour up. People are like, that's dirty. That's scandalous. Uh... Are you forgetting that she said Kevin cheated on her with several women? She alleged that he stepped out on her with his current wife, which they have both denied. But that's what she has said. That's not what I am saying. That's what she said. It also was said that early in Kevin's career, Ture wrote a lot of his material. That she helped him with his comedy, punched up his jokes. They both talked about that. And, you know, she feels like she didn't get a lot of credit for that. I mean, not currently. We know that initially when they went through the divorce, there were interviews. This was talked about. I believe she was on, was she not on a reality show for a little bit discussing it? Maybe it was just a couple of interviews. But she is going on tour with your boy, Cat Williams, the Dark Matter Tour. Ben Frank said that Tommy Davidson, is he on there? Maybe he is. He's, he's part of the crew. He is part of the crew. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's going to be a good show, you know. It's going to be a great show. I actually saw Cat Williams, what was it, two years ago? For New Year's? Oh, I remember that show. I remember that. Killed it. I mean, I believe it was raining that night and everything like that. Tommy Davidson came on as well. Killed it. So I think it's going to be a great, great, great tour. I, I mean, I, I'm going to tell I got to think about it. You know, birthdays in May, a couple days before that. 
Maybe that'll slot into the birthday plans. We'll have to see, but I am curious. And I wonder what kind of jokes she's going to drop because, listen, the setup is interesting. I wonder if uh, Rich Paul had something to do with uh, bringing on Tory Hart. You think so? I mean, you saw what he did at the party by inviting me along. True, He's but talking the, about the pettiness, you know, the what I'm pettiness, saying? you know. Okay. It was a joke, you know. What I'm no, I know, I know, I know. I was taking. Look, I'm taking it seriously. I'm like, everybody's getting involved. What, what, Rich did, you know, whatever. Urban Spinster said Tori's petty boots. Um, she said I saw a cat presents on New Year's Eve, 2023. Also, so. But in a lot of ways, I think it's it's right though. Because, I mean, Kevin Hart went on that little NBA little thing and said what he had to say. He did. So, and and I'm not going to lie, of all the responses from everybody, I'm not feeling Kevin Hart's response. It's coming off like cocky, nose in the air, like he's on some Ebony Williams type tip. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kevin Hart, like, bro, like, I don't know. His response is just, it screams guilty to me. I mean, well, okay, here's the thing. One. I think it's safe to say that Kevin might have a slight, just a little bit of arrogance, you know. A lot. (laughs) I'm going to say a little because he's little. No, I'm just playing. That's not why I'm saying a little. I'm just, you know, I mean, give him the benefit of the doubt because I believe in confidence, right? But overall, I feel feel like well they're starting to push back harder because everyone was like nobody said cat's lying none of these people in their response have said he's lying and they haven't called him a liar some people have some people have but they may not have been direct hits it's just other people trying to bring up cat williams transgressions as well like hey you're not perfect either too right it's not about that though Indeed, but we'll get into all of that on the other side because we're going to play these comments and statements and get into it because it's so, so very much. All of that and more on the other side. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Trending topics and the hottest happenings. You're listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, before we get into the clip, I just wanted to mention one more thing that Vivica Fox has been on, you know, that was fairly recent. Um, She had a whole storyline on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think you guys are forgetting. Larry David created one half of Seinfeld. So I feel like... She, you know, because a lot of people are like, Vivica, you are not in mainstream movies. But she has been in mainstream projects. She just, what? Diversified her income to make sure that she could stay relevant and pay the bills when the lights get cold. Pay for the stylist. I saw y'all comments. You said you're not sure if she does. Don't do that. Um, And the wig line that she has, you know, all of those things. So... Again, shout out to Taraji, shout out to Vivica. Sometimes you could be in the same path and have a different experience along that path. So we will leave it at that. Okay, so as I said, look, the world has responded to Cat Williams, continues to do so. Think last I checked. It was at um, 35, 36 million views. That is 
ridiculous. That is crazy. Crazy. But anyway, um, I mean, listen, the reason and you know why I think that because we've seen people diss people before. We've seen people diss some of these individuals before, right? But I think a big reason why it has blown up so much is because Cat had a couple of receipts. Now, depending upon who you ask, those receipts, you know, they're implying the receipts might be bogus or you're not seeing the receipts really the way that they are. I don't know. The video that has come out about certain things, right? I did talk about inspiration and, and things of that nature. But, um, you know, nobody of the main ones that have been mentioned per se has said he is absolutely lying. So Cedric, the entertainer, and I will say he didn't do much press. He did discuss it, but he didn't do much press at the Golden Globes yesterday. But he did do, once again, entertainment tonight. And um, he spoke about Cat. We know he had already done the video statement where he released it and, you know, kind of let it go. And I should remind people that Cat's problem wasn't just per se that he felt Cedric stole the joke. He felt that he and said had also discussed it a few years back because Kat has brought this up before that said apologized and he felt that him bringing it up during his interview on Club Shay Shay and completely disregarding the conversation that they had prior, according to Kat, was, you know, felonious business. And, I mean, most people would be upset if you had a conversation, someone apologized, and then they turned around and said, you a fat phase on liar, <laughs> basically. So, you know, Cat had his reasons. But this is what Said had to say yesterday at the Golden Globes. I saw that you did respond to Cat Williams. Oh, I hate that, Sadie. I yeah. hate that y'all, like, that there's any sort of issue. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting time now. People yeah. get on these blogs and they just, you know, start just spewing off stuff that's not even factual. Right. But, you know, I let, I let the fodder just go out there until I'm ready to respond to your it. Work, your work I'm, speaks I'm, for I itself. I am who I am. I I, you know, it. I stand on that, right? Absolutely. Sure. Stand on business. Hey, Ain't that what the kids now. say? So said says he is letting his work speak for him. And that's what he is standing on, standing on business. First thing, this is just an observation, not really a big deal. But um, Club Shay Shay isn't a blog, Cedric. Come on now. Don't do that. Don't do that. I know the blogs have gotten into the commentary, but Club Shay Shay isn't a blog. And really, I feel as though most of the comments from what I believe, you know, entities, publications, have kind of said, hey, this is what he said, and then this is some of the supporting evidence that has been put out there to his claims, right? I don't really see anyone sort of making up lies or stories, per se. They're just 
going back and looking at the footage and reexamining it, like the Designing Women clip that we talked about last week. I don't know. Has Cedric addressed that? Because once again, much like Steve and the Mark Curry thing, it was almost word for word. It's concerning. <laughs> I, and I want to ask you, I want to ask you guys in the chat, and Andy, I'll ask you, much like we talk about this a lot with hip-hop, right? We talk about it with other things. You know, people don't fault R&B singers as much. They don't expect them necessarily to, you know, perform their own words. It's nice when they do, but it's not an expectation in that manner per se. Do you have a problem? I guess it's stealing versing, versing assist, versus assisting can't talk right now what's going on with that I mean because we know comedians help other comedians punch up jokes all the time Kat mentioned Mark Curry helping him punch up the initial joke that got he and said into this miss to begin with we know Paul Mooney used to write for Richard Pryor we know Kevin Hart has several of his friends that come in and add to the mix so you know another comedian adding to your comedic swag isn't unheard of and neither is borrowing at the end of kings of comedy we saw bernie mac say don't tell your best stuff your new stuff in front of comedians because they steal and cedric said he's had some of his stuff stolen before bernie said that he's had some of his stuff stolen I think that some of that are what I like to term casualties of war and not obviously I'm not, you know, making light of war or anything like that. But it's the cost of doing business. It's it's part of the thing. We hear people talk about that as far as hip hop, um, Instagram aesthetics. You know, we just saw Nikki and Cardi subliminally going at each other because some of the barbs or maybe Nikki thought that. You know, Cardi rocking a blonde wig with a bang and a fur coat was very Nicki Minaj-esque. So borrowing or the idea or the thought that someone is borrowing from you happens all the time. But I don't know, Andy. No, no, no. Okay. Well, look, I the problem is if they took it without permission. That Really, that's the thing. I don't know, like... Do they owe the public apology? I don't think it's that serious. Do they owe Cat an apology? Maybe, but it probably won't happen now. <laughs> so, yeah, I do not know what is going on. In the chat, listen, they are bubbling up, as always. Shout out to my VIPs because they keep it going. Urban Spinster says, the male review Vivica had and she produced Oh, she had a male review. I guess a stripper's review or something. I shouldn't say strippers. That's not the word. Male exotic dancers. I think that's the word. And she also produced First Lady of BMF movie on BET+. That she did. We played the interview with Vivica, Tonisha, and the other executive producer of that where I interviewed them in the summer. So check that out. Listen. People are going to be mad when you say your opinion, especially if they identify more with one way or the other. 
forensic accountant says Eddie could announce a comedy tour tomorrow and send them all home. I, I think that it might be a lot of people to see it, but I don't know. Eddie has not, although he did, what was it a couple of years ago? He was like, yeah, all these people talking about breaking my records. My movie's record has not been broken yet. He was talking about Kevin Hart and the the comedy premiere. In theory, he could, but I think Eddie is in a very different space as far as, you know, age and a family man and just different things. I He's naturally funny, but I don't know if he hit the stage, if it would resonate the same. I don't know what he would talk... When I say I don't know what he talk he would talk about, I don't mean I don't have any ideas or topics or things that he could discuss. There's a wealth of things that he could get into. But I'm saying off top me, I don't know what he would target his act from because the last time he was on stage in that capacity, he was a totally different person. It's been like 20 years. So I would love to see it. I still count Raw and Delirious as some of my favorite comedy specials ever. Yes, we know that there are parts that are inappropriate and don't quite work in 2023. But in 1987, 88, and 82 or 83 or whatever when they came out, it was absolutely amusing. Absolutely. Um, Ben Frank said, Kat has been telling facts. Urban Spinster said, standing on business is officially dead after that lady asked, isn't that what the kids say? And, you know, it is, but it will probably still float around the, the atmosphere for a while longer because it was so amusing, the context with which we got it. So um, Ben Frank says, Steve is notorious for taking Mark Curry's whole style and material since the Apollo era. That is so interesting. Um, Mark Curry was funny back in the day. And didn't Mark have a terrible accident where, like, he was burned and, and something happened to him in that capacity? And I feel like that is why maybe he kind of, you know, moved to the background. And, I mean, we know these things come in cycles. There is a time and a place for everyone and, you know, Sometimes we cycle out. Doesn't mean that we can't cycle back in, but it happens. Forensic account says no age limit on funny. There's definitely not an age limit on funny, and I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that your perspective and maybe the things that you find amusing, your delivery might change. And I just don't know if at this current time, like I said, Eddie is just a funny person in general. He can be in an interview and it's going to be an instant classic with, you know, funny one-liners and things. But I don't know about him getting on the stage and dropping material. I think I remember it's been somewhere in the past couple of years, maybe before Coming America 2 dropped. They said that, you know, Eddie was getting ready to do a couple of practice runs and work out some material on a comedy stage. So I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him do a tour, but I haven't heard anything more about that. So I don't know if maybe he decided, you know, maybe I'll just stick with my films. <laughs> Could be it. We'll have to see. Forensic accountant also brought up Rodney Dangerfield. Um, 
and said that he was 100 years old when he caught fire. Not literally, but, you know. Do the kids even know who Rodney Dangerfield is? I just want my respect, you know. You hear me? The red tie, all of that. Um, Success can come at any age. It can come later in life. There's all types of examples from it. Obviously, Eddie had success young in life. He has some success in his late life. So it's not to imply that he can't and not just because of age. I'm not an ageist at all. I just feel like it seems that where he is currently in life, hitting the comedy stage may not be where his heart is. And stand-up may not be the biggest thing for him. DC Young Fly said, if you recall the interview I had with DC Young Fly that we played here before Christmas, they were in the film Candy Cane Lane together, that Eddie told him, hey, I really like what you're doing. I see what you're doing. But make sure you have some other things going on and never leave that stage because that's your magic. So game is game, you know, and things change. All right. Continuing on down the list for our responses to Cat Williams. Still, still, still more. There's a video with Ricky Smiley that has been making the rounds. And he was on live. And many feel like Ricky was in tears over Cat Williams and his statements, right? In the clip, he was making coffee before exiting, you know, the camera. And he can be heard sobbing. He seems to, you know, be having a breakdown, going through a moment. And someone who was nearby off camera, they come and check on him, asking if they can get anything. You know, he says he's okay, what have you. Um, And some felt that this emotional outburst and some of these other things are coming from the pressure from that interview. But others have a different spin on what have been what might have been happening in this clip and in this moment and we'll play it for you on the other side when we come forward you are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580 you know what is coming news and sports up next Welcome back in to Hour 3 of RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, you know, we love that. I would let that ride out. And the breakdown, I'm your highest, the highest item. Look, the little special ad thrown in there. The Notorious KIM was a bop. It was a bop. And it actually is where she really separated herself in that run. The video, the fashion, that's when she came with the little blonde poodle wig. It was just all different. But, um, you know, shout out to Luke Kim. Shout out to uh, Mary J and Missy in the video. Too. In the vi- that's right. They sure were. And Lil C. Wasn't Vanessa Del Rio in that video, too? Or was she? Or am I getting that confused with the Snoop video? I feel like she was on the couch getting grapes. I feel like she did that. I could be wrong. And if y'all don't know who Vanessa Del Rio is, that's an old school adult actress. And 
yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Shout out to the chat because they always keep me honest. They keep me on it. Urban Spinster brought up something that I was going to bring up as well. Ricky has had so much death around him. Ricky Smiley we're talking about. He buried his son not too long ago. He's been shot and his daughter has too. I I didn't know that he had been shot or about his daughter, but I did know that his son passed not too long ago. And, you know, losing a child is something no parent should ever have to endure no matter the child's age and you know that's hard that can take your toll on you and the grief from that is something that probably never really goes away and I would imagine can hit you at any given time so we're gonna listen Ah, thank you. Forensic accountant corrected me. Vanessa was in the ladies night video. I knew she was in some video that Kim was in with Missy and Mary there. So, you know, I wasn't wrong about the people and the scenario. Just the song. Ladies night. Another Bob. Andy. This is for this is for a forensic accountant. <laughs> Always. He always comes through in a clutch. He like, does. He does. He must have been in the industry. I, I'm curious. You know, Well, he did say that. He said that part at one point in time, his forensic accountant duties did extend to some celebrities. Listen, he knows some things. He really does. And what I want you to recognize in that is that we know our VIPs, y'all. We keep up with our listeners. So join the family. Tell a friend. Share the video. Let them know that they need to be tuned into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to midnight. Come on now. Shout out to Forensic Accountant. We appreciate you so much. Okay, let's hear what Ricky had to say. I mean, you know, you're going to be dealing with the silence and the sniffles for a minute. Can you hear the heavy emotion? This clip might take a long time to start up now that I think about it. I feel like it is. I feel like we might need to do away with this. We'll, 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 okay, it's fine. So uh, he, he he was very emotional, right? Now maybe the cat interview was a trigger for other things to remind. Do you know? But I I can't imagine that that moment 
really had anything to do with Cat Williams, with so much that has happened recently for him. But that's my opinion. The Internet, you know, they think things. <laughs> Andy? I'm just curious to know why he was recording himself. I think he said he was on live. He was on mm -hmm. IG live, mm -hmm. like, talking to his fans. Okay. Because I just, you know, if he just randomly just decided to turn on his camera and record himself crying, I'm tired of that. Don't do that. It's yeah. like you over here asking for attention. Like, bro, just cry. Cry cry in, in privacy. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to see that, bro. But if you was if you was on IG live talking to the fans and then you know you broke down, I get it. But even at that moment, even if you starting to feel like you about to turn the live up, off, turn the live off. Come on. I you know, I don't know. It's a lot happening. A lot happening. Listen, Steve Harvey, who's been largely silent, he responded a little bit on his radio this morning. You have to dive into the context clues. I mean, well, let me stop acting like they were covert in what he was trying to say. But he never said Kat's name. And he has not directly, in that manner, responded to, you know, what Kat said. But this is what he did say this morning on his radio show when talking with nephew Tommy about nephew Tommy's recent announcement that he is um, once again covering what is it love and marriage Huntsville I think or one of those shows he's involved in it it's a dating show hold it Tommy hold it Tommy <laughs> so you a comedian you a radio host uh oh yes. and now you got a game show I'm finna go on Shannon Sharp show and accuse you of you stealing my whole damn career I thought you supposed to go on there and enlighten people I so that's what Steve has said and at the end of his show yeah, I think or maybe on social media they alluded to he put out something about you know Kind of like what said said, don't ever got to address your haters. They're watching you do it. And we are watching Steve do it. And, and here's another thing that I have to add, save the Mark Curry piece from what I was like 2015, 2016. Maybe Steve is a different person now than what he was 20 something years ago. We all grow. We all evolve. We all change, you know. Maybe what he said is true. Maybe his new wife has completely changed him in many, many ways and changed his outlook and his approach and things of that nature, you know. Thank you. Shout out to Urban Spinster. Tommy hosts Ready for Love on OWN. I knew it was one of those dating shows or whatever. So, um... Yeah, uh, but Steve was clearly making the assertion, the assertion, the assertion that if you say I'm a comedian, I'm a radio host, I'm a host, and I have a game show, you biting. That's kind of what he was equating Cat's rant to. Andy? If you want to hear the real response from Steve Harvey, go, go online, go on X, search for Comedian Godfrey. And he has the perfect Steve Harvey response. I saw that. I hadn't listened to it, but I saw that he did that. I'm going to have to go check it out because Godfrey's funny. Listen, not everybody. Well, Mike Epps, you know, he made a joke. 
He said that cash in the war, what he had on, he had on fake Fendi. He did not. That Fendi jacket was $5,000, the Versace, um, Scully, whatever, whatever. But Mike said he was really just making a joke because he sees all the attention that everybody else is getting from talking about Kat. And he said he needs it, too. He needs the attention. He got projects out there. By the way, if you haven't checked out Mike Epps' series on Netflix with his wife about him buying his neighborhood back in Indianapolis and refurbishing it and, you know, making um redoing all the homes for low-income housing for the neighborhood, it is a great thing. And you get to see another side of Mike, still the funny guy, but... It's a very um, empowering project that he's undertaken and a salute to him for that. But he had this to say about the naysayers. Did I mention last week about naysayers and how that, that just been trending? Anyway, this is what he had to say. I put all these people on and am still putting comics on today. Yeah, ain't none of y'all un- brave enough or care enough to work with them or him. Come around him. Stop making this stuff so bad. We are comedians. I put him in a movie when no one wanted to work with him. Some of that stuff he said was true, and some of it was not at the end of the day. We are all black men in a business that is not ours. I cracked on his jacket because that's what comics do. All of this stuff is marketing dummies. So that's Mark, Mike Epps' comments about this. Faison Love, he wasn't quite as kind. And I guess he didn't like being called Fat Faison Love. I wouldn't either. Um, so basically, there have been some resurfaced clips that have come up of an interview that was posted by the Art of Dialogue that Faison Love did actually almost a year ago, last year, January 4th of 2023. And he basically said that um, Cat Williams was overrated, that he is all mouth and no product, right? And he said, aside from Cat's comedy shows, that he lacked the resume to be considered one of the greatest comedians. And he felt that while some comedians have diversified into TV and film, he couldn't remember a movie that had cast Cat Williams in the last two decades, he said. I mean, I can meet the blacks, but that's neither here nor there. He also added, what is he great at? Greatness is consistent. And it is. I think Cat has done some things consistently as far as funniness and I am entertained when he hops on the screen in film generally. Like I was just watching um, Girlfriends a few, like maybe over the Christmas, the holiday break. And I forgot that Cat Williams played a friend of Maya's husband, Darnell, and went out on a date with Joan. It was hilarious. You know, so I, I think that obviously we know that Cat has d- probably done some things that have been self-inflicted harm as far as his career or made some choices that he may or may not have been, you know, some might, might have feel if you won't, the next man will, next man up, and it compromised for him his morals. And he's made some mistakes, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that most of these comics are unfunny 
or that I haven't enjoyed their work. And I also wouldn't discredit the work that they have done. Are they all at the same level? No, but it takes a lot to maintain decades-long career in Hollywood for any of them. So for that, you got to salute. You got to give it up to them with that. And also that has resurfaced, right? Um, Well, before I get into the resurfaced clip, because Cat Williams allegedly pulled a gun on Faison Love. We'll get into that on the other side. And Faison also made a video. He's not happy. All of that more. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Now back to more captivating conversation on RSVP with Jill Monroe. Monroe. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So, like I said, Faison Love, he ain't having it. He's angry. He made a video in addition to those comments that he had said a year ago, right? Uh, he said that Cat is a one-trick pony, right? And that he disagreed with Kat's career taking the direction that it it is taken because of, you know, Kat's personal issues, whatever some are deeming them to be. You know, Kat has said that he does not have a drug problem. People have inferred differently. There's no proof. It's all alleged. But there's been some interesting behavior that people are pointing out, too. So Faison Love basically said, he said, Chimp Williams is a hypocrite. What he's saying is lunacy. And he's amazed at how many Internet people believe that he is spitting the truth. He said that you have all left God and that you can't see that Cat Williams is calling out for help. He said it is downright ignorance. And that the internet, you guys, want to believe in something so bad that you are listening to what this man is saying. And, you know, nothing he says lines up. He said none of it lines up. But it does, though, Faison. It does. And really, you should have... You could have your opinion, an opinion on whether or not someone is funny or whatever. That's subjective. But saying none of the stuff lines up when people are digging up clips from the Internet and references in the past. Mm, I don't know. Doesn't sound amazing to me. Doesn't sound right to me. But again, outside looking in. He alleged, you know, that Kat, he also implied that Kat might have done something strange for a piece of change back in the day. He said that because Kat hitched a ride, he said, down to Florida and that, you know, he went back to the old school saying, you know, we used to say this back in the day. Um, The proper statement of it is. A dollar sign, dollar sign, gas or cash, no one rides for free, right? And he's implying that, you know, cat, how you get a free ride? Um, Sour grapes, man, I don't know. Bruce Bruce, he weighed in. You remember comedian Bruce Bruce, y'all? Like Short said, let Bruce Bruce hit it. That's what I always think of when I hear Bruce Bruce. Nothing more. I can't 
I believe that I've seen something that he was funny, but I don't know. He said that there would have been some furniture moving around if Cat Williams had disrespected him. So everybody got an opinion. Everybody. Go ahead, Andy. Could it possibly be that maybe Cat Williams did some things? Is, is it he possible? What? Is it possible that Cat Williams did some things according to Faison Love? Is it possible? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, it is possible. But here's the difference. Cat Williams is still speaking out against it. That's the difference. Okay. That is fair. I, I mean, you know, people are mad. People are mad. Side note, because I know we're getting down to the end of the night. I also, you know, Kat said that he could run a 4-4. And you know what hit social media over the weekend? Cat Williams in a gym in Memphis running fast. Now, the time on the screen said 4.47, I believe. We all know when they hit the stopwatch on that or whatever. So we don't actually know the time. And then part two to that, as I mentioned, he was running in a gym, a basketball court. Well, we know if you like hoops, a basketball court is what, 94 feet? Which is not the, what is it, 40 meters or whatever that you have to do in, you know, when you're time with that. So, again... Maybe happy embellishment, but it's what it is. Listen, thank you for rocking out with me tonight, VIPs. Make sure that you are right here, locked in 9 p.m. tomorrow night for more trending topics, more headlines. Later this week, we have a lot coming up for you. Like I said, we have the interview with Lenny Kravitz and Coleman Domingo. I think I'll have my interview with Ava DuVernay this week for her new film that's coming out, Origin, as well as a couple of other things. So, Make sure that you have an amazing and restful night, and we will check in with you tomorrow. On the other side, the best of KBLA. Have an amazing night, y'all.